Hey, After Buzzers, we're about to break down episode four of Imposters, Cohen, Lenny Cohen. So stick around. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. In lieu of the title of this episode, Cohen, Lenny Cohen, we decided to throw some James Bond in the mix to start us off today. Hi guys, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, I will be hosting tonight as Sam Davidson was not able to join us, but she will be back with us next week. I will be your host, Ali Nasta. You can find me on Twitter at Ali Nasta and on Instagram at Ali Girl. And Mina Wahab, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, but mainly Instagram, Mina Makes Magic. Perfect. Well, we have so much to break down on this episode. Episode. So many drastic things happened. Yes, this was so um, intense. I was on edge the whole time. Totally. I mean, towards the end, we were both in shock of what, what went down. But yeah. before we get to that, we found out a lot about who Maddie was before she started on this whole journey of working for the doctor and how right. she was as a child. Yeah. How do you think that kind of reflects who she's being as this character that we're still trying to figure out? I think she still was sort of mysterious, even though we did get an inside glimpse of who she was mm-hmm. and that little snippet that she was in French Club and that that's how she can put on the accent yeah. for Ezra. Uh, like, that's what we got. And then with seeing her father, who has dementia, and her mom, who obviously misses her. It's just so sad to see that she fools them, too, and doesn't have that relationship with them because of her job. And we didn't get to know a lot about her. We did see the little Paris trinket that Mm -hmm. Ezra stole from her room. (laughs) But other than that, we didn't get a good sense of, of who she was, just that she didn't really make a lot of friends, and she seemed almost, like, quiet and evasive and mysterious the same way she is now. Yeah, I think that's a great point that you make because even her dad was talking about when um, Ezra was reading that synopsis out of the book, Mm -hmm. he was like, that's how I feel. There's a void missing Mm -hmm. when she's gone. So it was really sad that even though, like, her dad has dementia and her mom is, is taking care of her dad... With, like lusting for her daughter to come back and mm-hmm. give them any sort of signs like I'm okay, this is where I am. But I was wondering if I, I'm, she didn't say this obviously, but I was wondering if maybe in some sort of way she's sending money home, mm-hmm. so maybe she's doing it for her dad. I don't know. That's kind of something that crossed my mind. Because um, another thing is, I thought we saw a sensitive side of Maddie this episode. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you agree with I that? I definitely agree with that. I feel like we saw like parts of her come out and not so much the work, Maddie, but her fighting to do the job that she's supposed to do and trying to fight against her feelings. But we kind of saw her feelings for Patrick really surface and change everything. Definitely. The minute she ex- experiences any human emotion, it conflicts with her job duties. Yeah, I think um, what was a great uh, thing that we saw with her relationship with Patrick when they went out to lunch, mm-hmm. which is completely innocent in the eyes of anybody else, but considering mm-hmm. she's on this job as Saffron, she's not supposed to be making any other uh, any other connections. Right. Um, but she had thrown out a couple little things on her um, lunch with Patrick, and one of them was um, she was... She was talking about her life and what there is to know about her, and she was kind of like, I'm an open book, Mm -hmm. um, and that, dang it, I thought I wrote this one down, but there was something that she had mentioned in the beginning of lunch, and she basically was kind of like... Ask me anything. Yeah. Kind of thing. And And then he goes, what's your favorite color? Yeah, but there was something else, too, where she, dang it, I can't believe I forgot it, but she was basically kind of alluding to the fact of 
It's oh, it's lonely. It's oh, it's lonely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing this, um, but then she said, "But it's it's something temporary. Doesn't mean that it's not real." That was yeah. exactly what she said. Yeah, and I found that so interesting because it seems like so far each person that she's been able to like. I guess con mm-hmm. she's had some sort of feeling for them mm-hmm. and so I think this is the first person that she has no attraction no feeling no sense of even a glimpse of light in towards of making this a successful relationship mm-hmm. so I think maybe that's why this one's a little bit different yeah this one isn't something that she can just con it's more like you you see her you know saffron personality right. turn off and her maddie personality turn on and like it's just so crazy like it's it's so nice that we finally get that payoff in the episode where we start to right. see her but the minute we get the payoff it's stripped away from us yeah and she gets punished for being herself totally and I mean she's completely falling in love mm-hmm. and we saw her break down when Gary totally came out of nowhere just like almost looks like he's gonna run them over mm-hmm. and his crazy obsessive personality kind of ruins this moment that Maddie was feeling was real yeah and what's is that she didn't give Patrick that validation or, you know, acknowledgement. She said, this is my friend. Yeah. Not, you know, she kind of, like, put him in this sphere, like, he's the other, I'm loyal to you. Yeah. And she never reprimanded her boss in front of Patrick. Yeah. She reprimanded him when Patrick didn't get to see it. So for all Patrick knows, she's just someone that is, you know, trying to please her boss in order to get special treatment. So that, like... Her, her whole, the way he views her now is probably very negative. Definitely, because that, that was definitely not a great encounter to leave on, especially because right before he had come up, he was basically saying, I want to date you, mm-hmm. and I want to get to know you more. So it was kind of upsetting to see that, because I think Patrick seems like a great guy. Mm-hmm. I don't see any flaws in him so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Gary just... He just totally ruined that moment. And I don't know about you, but I see that his insecurities, like Gary's insecurities, are what make him this aggressive behavior. Because everything he says when he's angry is like, oh, like you think you're going to the gym, you think you're buff and everything. Mm -hmm. And then he like lashes out. And I just felt like maybe that's kind of where his craziness lies. Because remember his wife left him for yeah, the for the pool boy. boy. So it's like a similar, it's probably a trigger for him. Yeah. Like, oh, great, this girl that I'm finally connecting with, Saffron, is going to go after some hot guy and leave me even though we have a connection. But he's not I mean, even with her, so yeah. it's so crazy that, you know, he would do that and be like, I got you darts and here you go. It was like he was being like, so obsessive over something that's not even his. Yeah, like he's entitled to yeah. which is his property or yeah, something. Yeah, which is insane. And, I mean, she called it how it was, that's for sure. She called him a Neanderthal. <laughs> that was like... A whole other level of, you know, Maddie completely losing her ability to censor herself. Well, yeah. That was crazy that you see that part of her personality take over because she's so enraged and feels so violated and she's losing track of what her goal is. And... This is scary. Like, can you get out once you're with the doctor? Or is it like the mafia? Because it sounds like it's the mafia. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, we get introduced to Lenny Cohen Mm -hmm. a little bit later into the episode. But so far, it's this, like, mysterious 
just, like, it's scary. Like, I don't know if she will be able to get out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that her... It's, it's it sounds like, like it, you have to fake your own death to get out of it or something. Which I kind of think is what Sally is kind of working here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, Catherine, great work, by the way. This yeah. was a great episode. Was, <laughs> I was going to say, oh my god, thanks, Catherine, for not revealing anything during your time here. Yeah. Like, we try to squeeze every little bit yeah. out of her and be like, what's going to happen? Yeah. What's going to happen? She really covered she that did. up well. And we'll get we'll get more into the end of that episode later, but I just wanted to shout shout her out right there. But I think that's kind of what we're getting at is she is she, when she saw the money, mm-hmm. she saw it as a, as an escape from the doctor because mm-hmm. right now there's no other way she can get away from this. But if she has enough money, mm-hmm. that's enough comfort to kind of push her and get her out the door. I guess. What, what do you think happened between them? We didn't see, you know, between the actual the, between uh, between Sally and Gary. Because obviously Gary was getting crazy and he was about to attack her. Do you think that what she did was self-defense? Or do you think she took it extra far knowing that she had to finish him off? I think she it was probably self-defense where she knew if she didn't do that, she would be the one dead. But I'm sure she could have defended herself without killing him. I feel like she wanted to finish him off so oh. she could run with the money without a trace. And it's so shocking to see that Maddie had her back, and it was an unspoken agreement that she would let Sally go with all of the money. Yeah, so maybe, I mean, but that's something that could help her help her out in the end. But, but you know what's so scary is, um, I was thinking about this from, like, a legal standpoint or, like, an incrimination standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously Maddie went inside, and this is a crime scene at this yeah, point. So, so if she's... police officers come, her fingerprints are all over this. And is she going to call the police first? Is she going to call the doctor first? Is she going to call Uma Thurman's character first, Lenny Cohen? Like, who's she going to... What's her next step? I guess we'll, we'll get into that when yeah. we reach predictions. But it's just scary to know that I feel like no matter what outcome Maddie chooses, she's screwed either way. Yeah. Like, anything she... What can she do to not harm herself? Yeah. There's no way that she can... I feel like everything is so incriminating at this point for her, and she's not going to throw Sally under the bus, so yeah. what's going to happen? Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all very intriguing and interesting. I will yes. definitely say this episode kept me on my toes the entire time, um, but kind of a little bit of lightheartedness that got added to the episode was the whole Ezra and, and Robbie, like, they, that, that three, that trio, like, they are just awesome together. Yeah. Um, what did you think about them, kind of, it was, like, funny how they put Robbie a Ronnie and, is it Robbie or Ronnie it's Robbie oh is it Robbie yeah okay I always forget oh do you say Ronnie yeah I thought it was Ronnie oh, unless I'm or wrong. Richie oh my gosh maybe yeah Richie, Richie. yeah so we're both they, we're both I was like I was like that doesn't sound right okay yeah I know it's Richie so Wait, are you sure? I thought it was Robbie. I'm almost Maybe positive. I'm, it's, it's I feel like it's been days, such guys. a long day for me that now I'm scared to say Richie, but I thought, like, yeah. 100% it's Richie. So, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. I'm probably completely wrong right now. Um, but anyways, I thought it was funny how they, they changed into a couple, and it was Channing and Jenny mm-hmm. for, for the episode to try to con um, Maddie's mom into revealing some secrets about her daughter. Right. Which, did you think it was kind of... I, th- I What's another thing that's kind of crazy about this whole trio is everything that they've wanted to know, they've made a step, a leap, a bound every episode mm-hmm. in finding her. Yeah. So... And, and I almost feel like it was... Because you mentioned this, too, when we were watching. We're like, oh, how 
how convenient that the dad just so happens to have dementia. Yeah. Like, what are the chances, you know? Well, yeah. That that would work in his favor like that. And I was like, of course, of course it would work in Ezra's favor. Because I feel like, I just feel like an innocence about him. Like, no, he can't get in trouble. Like, they just can't do that to his character. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was really interesting to see how he, they all have totally grasped this whole con vibe. And they're really just, like, running with it. Who is the best con man, or con man slash woman out of the three of them? So far, I think it's kind of Ezra, because I think he's almost truthful about what he's doing, like, kind of with the dad. He wasn't Mm -hmm. trying to hide anything. Yeah. So I feel that's kind of what Maddie's doing, is it feels so authentic. Mm -hmm. And I think Ezra, he's not meaning to, he's just authentically being not himself in a con way. He actually mentions that when he's giving Richie advice, he's like, no, you're not going to be a senator, okay? You gotta, like, make it as close to the truth as possible so that it doesn't feel far-fetched. So that is his strategy, you're totally right. Yeah, and then we've got Richie Rob, you whatever Channing. Yeah. Um, he, I thought it was so great because he kept he keeps talking himself up, like he wants to be a senator. I thought it was funny that he used Channing, because it's like he probably was relating it to Channing, Channing Tatum, Tatum in his head, yeah. and that's probably who he thinks he was. And then Maddie's mom was eating it up as soon as Ezra was like when they were sneaking Ezra into the house. Mm-hmm. Um, the mom was just like, "Oh, I could totally see you being a senator." <laughs> it was like, "This is great. You this think is his great." Ego? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I thought this plan was ple- pretty successful on their on their half what's the the lady's name one more time not uh one of the imposters ava is it ava is that her name Okay, whoever the third person in the trio is, I'm getting so bad with names. I had it, like, down last I know. week. I know, it's for hard. for whatever reason this week, because there's so many names and... And changing. And changing like, of names, I'm, like, losing it again. Yeah, because we, this whole episode, we were introduced to them as Jenny and Channing. Yeah. And then, So like, Jenny, I'm just gonna call her Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. So I think she's the best con man out mm-hmm. of the three of them. Not including Maddie, obviously. Yeah. Um... Because I feel like she's the one who's the most resourceful, and she just figures stuff out, and yeah. she knows how to improvise. Like, no matter what it is, if it's throwing that, like, giant thing and smashing the window, whatever it is, she has very bold uh, choices that she makes, and yeah. she sticks with it, and she's very convincing and believable, and I think she does the best job. No, I, I totally agree with you. That's a ama- Like, that's a great... Um, statement that you just made because of the fact that she's been the one. I think we mentioned this last last episode. Mm-hmm. She's the one that kind of just puts like puts her like she's like let's just do it, okay? Mm-hmm. And just like she got the software to make sure that they could track her down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I totally agree. And that she knows exactly that you know Maddie's in Seattle now. Oh, she's checked in. Like she's kind of like the brains. Yeah. Um, Ezra, I feel like tries to be the brains, and he gets lucky a lot of the time, and he's yeah. kind of holding it together. You're right, but. Remember when they were just a duo, when it was Ezra and Richie? Like, now that they have Jenny, like, I feel like they're so much stronger and they're a solid group now. They are. They needed that, like, one extra person to kind of, like, hone them in. Yes. But, I mean, even now, like, we see, like, Channing in this episode. He was like, we've got to get, we've got to get the phone back. And it was like, he was like... Being a really good guy. He's so sweet. Contrary to what he did with the waiter. (laughs) Who's the weakest link? Who's the weakest imposter? Who's going to mess it up for everyone? Ooh. Messing it up, I feel like it could be Ezra, because I feel like he still has so much sentiment towards her. Mm-hmm. I think we even saw that in the room. We had both mentioned, this is kind of, I said it was creepy. I think you had mentioned, like, that's sweet. I was like, oh, that's so sad. Like, he's, oh, yeah, sad. he's seeing, like, a glimpse into this woman that he loved. Like, yeah. it's so sad. 
I, I don't even know if it's so much as sad or more just, like, weird. Because he knows who she is now, and after... Well, I guess he wasn't yeah, sitting there. but you can't, let go of those memories. Like, haven't you seen Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Like, you can't, let go... Oh, spoiler no. alert. Oh. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I was gonna say, it's so hard to let go of memories when it's someone that you're completely yeah. in love with, and you shared these, like, amazing times with. Yeah. I mean, that moment between um, Arlen and Ezra, I was kind of like, alright, this is really sad. Because yeah. the dad's almost feeling the same way that Ezra was. I know. I thought it was heartbreaking. Even, I felt like the mom was more heartbreaking. Like, her, just, like, seeing her, just because she's aware of what's going on. So that's what makes it worse, because she's yeah. aware of, like, the pain. She feels the pain, at least with the dad. He, like, kind of... His pain is more like, we feel it more than he does, because yeah. he's unaware of... of yeah. Like, he knows he has dementia, but he's unaware of the things that he's experiencing. Definitely. I mean, I mean, it was even kind of sad that the mom was just showing them all these pictures that were photoshopped. Like, and it was such an obvious photoshop, too. I was like, what the hell? Come on. It was like, they like, went to, like, like, head. Just a head. And then, like, she's oh, like, Kenya yes. or whatever country they were in. I was just like, this is so terrible. Yeah. So I, messed up. I'm just wondering, you know, besides the fact that Maddie would try to maybe bring money back to the family, what do you think is essentially her reason for leaving? And going you on... No, I don't know. This is the thing. Remember when Patrick asked her last episode what her family's like and that he doesn't know anything about her family? Yeah. And she she was so cryptic about it. She was kind of like, I don't really talk to them much, you know? And then she changed the subject. So... <sighs> When I heard that last week, I thought she had a bad relationship with her family. Seeing it this week, I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure she has a great relationship with them. Yeah. But for whatever reason, she has to protect them. And I think that at this point, and this is just like my theory, I think that the reason she can't get out is because the doctor probably knows her family and she doesn't want to jeopardize uh, anything and have them killed. Because oh. Lenny Cohen could easily go after them. Yeah, so she's and trying to keep it, like, far, as far from home yeah, as possible. that's why she's trying not to get emotionally invested. That's why she reads the text, and you can tell she's sad, but she doesn't respond. I feel like she wants to stay far removed. She doesn't want to give her family hope. She doesn't want her mom and dad to know what she's up to or to get invested because she doesn't want them to be a target for the doctor. Yeah. She probably, like, now that I think about it, she's probably, like, has their best interest at heart. Yeah. I don't think she's doing this for herself because she seems like she wants to get out. Out of it. I'm just trying to figure out like what was the 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 moment that like draw like drew her into this scenario. Like how did she get dragged into this? You know, was it by choice or was it like you're like saying? It was probably like and it was something. Through, remember how she had no friends in high school and yeah. how she was kind of like the weakling. I feel like when you're that type of person, maybe when you try to find a sense of belonging, you might go through the wrong route to like try to feel a sense of belonging it's something she was good at she's talented even Lenny Cohen admits you're good at what you do yeah and she's like oh you think I'm good at my job thank you and it's true she's good at what she does so for her it was almost like finding a place where she actually belongs now mm-hmm. outside of high school and I think she might have been like recruited by Sally and that that could be hmm. why they have a strong relationship I think there was some sort of recruitment going on 
Interesting. There's just so much. There's as much as we kind of, I feel like, got and like everything that got unveiled this episode. There's still so much more that we need to know. Uh, I mean, granted, it is only episode four. So, so there's so much about this episode that's so unsatisfying because it cuts you off on like this cliffhanger. Yeah. And you have so many questions that are left unanswered that I just, I, I want to binge watch the rest. It was, yeah. And but that's not possible. I mean, the craziness of it all is that Uma Thurman is now in the show as Lenny. Cohen and she totally was just like I thought she was amazing. She like killed she it. killed the role of Lenny Cohen. Um I mean I was scared just watching her. Mm-hmm. But also Maddie I, I found it kind of frustrating that she was warned by Sally about mm-hmm. this whole Patrick situation. She knew what was at stake, mm-hmm. but yet she still went about doing it. And so before we had talked about whether this was intentions of if she actually liked Patrick mm-hmm. or if she was just doing it as like a, a con on her own. Mm-hmm. She actually likes Patrick. She's totally in yeah. love and shes I feel like she's kind of even blindsided by what the consequences would have been prior to Lenny showing up. She probably just doesn't feel human at this point, you know? She yeah. doesn't feel. She's alone. And it must be so frustrating for her to feel like all of her relationships aren't necessarily real. real. And she has to tell herself constantly, yeah. just because it's temporary doesn't mean it's not real. Like, that's what she tells herself to yeah. stay sane. You yeah. know, imagine, like, having all these loose ties and then it not being forever and you're just going on through life from person to person and you don't have anything long-lasting. That's gotta be heartbreaking. Yeah. But, I mean, that's been her job and that's what Lenny comes to tell her. She's not doing her job for this one case um, which is Gary. And this thing just crumbled and crashed to the ground. Mm-hmm. Everything about this job now just got even more complicated. Mm-hmm. Because one, I mean, Gary went crazy. Two, he's dead now. Um, assuming that that's what that was. Right. It's completely... And then we have Sally in the mix mm-hmm. where, I mean, it just... There's so many discombobulated pieces. But right. where is Maddie now going to fall into this? Yeah, that's a really good question. And going back to, to Sally... Um, why does she keep opening the damn like I know, like she knows it's there. there. You've already looked at it like freaking two times already. Why are you opening it and looking at it again? Like, what are you thinking? What are you doing? Yeah, and like the fact that he saw her doing it—that is so terrifying. Yeah, like why? And and wouldn't you be super vigilant and cautious when you're doing that? You've already seen it twice. What are you doing, woman? Like, either take the money or don't. Like, what are you doing? Yes, Mina. Breach. I was actually thinking the same thing. Like, why do you need to go back in to the Bottom of the stairs. Yeah. But, I mean, she, I guess, I was wondering if, like, maybe she was starting to take some, like, little by little. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm just imagining this, but I thought that the wad of cash started going down. Mm -hmm. But maybe I just imagined that. I guess I I never kept track or noticed that in the beginning. But maybe he constantly fills up that place with cash. Oh. But if he does, then it wouldn't make sense if she was taking like it taking, out for yeah. not to <laughs> know Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I don't know. And Maddie, and going back to your question on wh- what is Maddie's role in all yeah. of this, God, she is, like, stuck in this terrible mix of, like... Messiness. Yeah, it's... She... She has probably the worst position possible right now. Definitely. Like, I think even worse than Sally, because at least Sally has the money and she's gone. Yeah. Like, Maddie is still there, stuck in the midst of it, and has to figure a way to A, explain it to the doctor, B, explain it to uh, Lenny Cohen, and C, potentially explain it to not just, um, uh, the, the, not just the police, but also 
Patrick, her yeah, coworkers, like, <laughs> when she goes back, what she's just not going to go to work the yeah. day that he dies? That's suspicious. Well, maybe it's like what you had mentioned before. The doctor is a, is a real doctor and can hide this person, mm-hmm. you know, from, I don't know, being, you know what, you, he would have mentioned something about how because he's a doctor, he can kind of hide yeah. these people from dying. Yeah. So, I mean, but maybe But this guy that's, is a huge exec. Like, yeah. he's gonna... He's not gonna just fall gonna, under the radar. Yeah, like, everyone's gonna be like, what the hell happened to Gary? Where is yeah. he? Like, thank God he's not here, but where is he? Yeah. And it's just so sad to I see know. that happen. But the way they could pin it is that there were so many interactions with him outside in public that he was being aggressive Mm -hmm. that maybe they could like you know pin it back towards that because he was found like driving up Patrick was there like you know he was he was a um a witness to him being super aggressive towards Mm -hmm. her there then in the office when he screamed at her for the signature so maybe it's some way they can pin it back on Gary as creepy and weird as that is you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so I don't know I mean it's all just, like, kind of all convoluted right now because I was not expecting that at all. I mean, tell me your thoughts. When I saw, like, that whole altercation go down, I thought Sally was going to be able to convince him mm-hmm. against what he saw, one. And two, for a, maybe my mind was just going crazy of, like, trying to think of, like, better things than the worst possible case mm-hmm. scenario. And I thought that maybe when he was asking her for a drink, we thought he saw her like looking at the cash but really he we d- he didn't yeah and then they that, would fall in love and then no, sally would no. be the, the but like that was my okay. when i was like trying to like grasp all of the, the things that could be possible because i had i had two thoughts for this first yeah. was uh i was like positive he saw her with the money because his, okay. the expression on his face was like what is she doing yeah but then i then i kind of like went back a bit and I was like but did he actually see the cash or did he just see her in that area right right but then I was uh my other uh guess was I thought that Sally was gonna say I I thought she was gonna play dumb but also admit to seeing cash and saying I found something in the floorboards I didn't know what it was and I got scared uh but don't worry I won't tell anyone like type of thing like because I felt like at that point her denying it would be really stupid yeah because you know because if he's Amping her to say this. Yeah, and and just the whole, like, him passing her whiskey and trying to get her drunk, that was really scary. I was getting really... Like, it was so uncomfortable, and I thought that Sally was going to text Saffron during the whole thing, because I... Because she was, like, kind of trying to go to her purse and do something. I thought she was going to, like, send some sort of, like, uh, SOS to Saffron so that Saffron could come in and, you know... Interesting. That's why when uh, Saffron did go with Lenny, I was like... Either she doesn't know, or maybe she does know. Yeah. So I was. It was really suspenseful, like just the whole build up of everything there. Yeah, I I agree, and I will say I'm glad. I was like kind of getting worried for a second that they were gonna kill off Sally's character, and that's what I thought. This is not fair. I'm not ready for that yet. Is that what you thought when you saw the blood? Yes. Did you think Sally was? Yes. I actually didn't think Gary was because like, well, he's the job or Mm -hmm. whatever. So, but then, so then I was just like totally convinced like that but then when I saw Gary in the floor I was like okay we got a little bit more of Sally and then when we let her go so I feel like that's gonna be maybe a realization to her character Mm -hmm. to be like all right like I was about to say Saffron all right uh, Maddie like we need to get ourselves out of this this is no it's not healthy it's not great like we need to get ourselves out so I think this is maybe gonna be her wake-up call and and my other question is why was Sally in the kitchen when his body was elsewhere? Did he? Did she drag it there, or did she no, stab they... him there and then go to the kitchen? Yeah. 
Because they were, they had drinks over the table in the dining yeah. room, and then I think she was so like, think that their altercation and you think was, she was in like there. trying to like escape the other way to just yeah. like sit down. Yeah, and I think she was like hiding, like I'm scared, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, but the fact that she able to, she was able to get all the yeah. wads of cash yeah, even while she was like bleeding. True. I mean, I guess that just leaves so many unanswered questions. What's she gonna do with the money? I don't know. Where's she gonna go? Let's get that into some predictions, I guess. Yes, let's do it. Alrighty, Mina. What are you thinking? Okay, so obviously the trio is going to go to Seattle. Mm -hmm. And my fear is that, okay, I think that Ezra is going to get caught up in this mess in a really bad and unfortunate way. And I think he might cross paths with Lenny Cohen. I think Lenny Cohen is going to be like, what the hell? How come... Who are these three people? How come they know where you are? How come you left a trail coming back to you? I think that it's going to really complicate the situation when those three go to Seattle, and it's going to be insane. Which you had made a great point when we were watching this episode, and you had mentioned, um, why haven't the other people gone to the police if they didn't get blackmailed? Yes, and I, I still, it blows my mind. Why didn't... Like, why didn't they go? I'm like, you have, you're not blackmailed. You can easily go to the cops and be yeah. like, this lady did X, Y, and Z to me. At least, like, put in a report yeah. so that they can find her. Yeah. If you have the ability to get facial recognition software, why not hand that stuff over to the cops? Yeah, I don't know. Unless the That's doctor is somehow involved with, with the cops, the cops it and it's some weird, crazy corruption ring. Because the fact that the doctor and Gary know each other, yeah. the fact that Gary is that was aware like of who he was, it almost sounds like they were in business together and something went wrong. You're right. Like, yeah. Gary maybe went off on his own, kind of. Mm-hmm. What? Because how would he know? How would he know who the doctor is? Like, right. most people that the doctor goes after, the other person doesn't know. But it seems like there's a trend that he is going after business people, but then that leaves the uh, the one girl and Richie. It's, it's, a, li- it's like, a bit confusing, but yeah. specifically the, the one girl, um, uh, who was Jenny in this oh, episode. Oh, right, right. Uh, she's an artist. Her, okay, I was going to ask you, what's her job? She's an artist? She's an artist. Or like an aspiring a- artist. So but. if she's an artist, she's the only person out of all of them that doesn't have some sort of business-oriented field, and a, a field that's m- definitely much more creative. So I wonder yeah. who she's linked to that's super powerful and like some sort of executive in a corporate field. Yeah, I don't know. Crazy. I don't know. So many, so many crazy things. I mean, it was there's so many things that like, can happen I know. next week. I know you can like. There's Lenny so many Cohen theories. Is just like this looming, like terrible, yeah, omen. Like, yeah. And we see that in the previews that something bad is going to happen to one person, but we don't know who, we don't know what. Who is but, it going to be? I don't know. I mean, I guess I could piggyback off of your prediction, which would be Ezra, because I feel like mm-hmm. he's not the weakest link, but I think he's like the most you could kind of get more answers out because he's, I feel, the most in love mm-hmm. with his ex, which I'm Maddie. Yeah. You know, he's, he's the most in love with her. But I don't know. Um, my, I guess my prediction would be that... Um, what I kind of said earlier with Sally, and I think that Sally's going to come back and be like, Maddie, we got to go. I can get us out. And Maddie's yeah. going to stay because she's in love with Patrick, and she's going to eventually choose Patrick over, like, whatever this may be. Right. But that's going to lead her to, like, a roadblock, and, like, there's going to be confrontation. Um, what's the name of... Oh, Max. Okay, I was going to say Max, you know, Sally's counterpart. Yeah. Something about him is so unsettling and almost even scarier than Lenny Cohen because even though Lenny Cohen is very aggressive and in your face, I feel like Max's ties to the doctor is so strong and his loyalty is unparalleled that 
him knowing anything about you is very dangerous because he's loyal to the doctor first and foremost. Hmm. And then maybe Sally second. Well, I guess we will have to wait and see where those loyalties lie, huh? Because I, I would <laughs> like to see whether or not Max, if he finds out the yeah. whole ordeal about Sally, if he sides with Sally and tries to cover it up, mm-hmm. or if he's honest with the doctor about what he knows about Sally. Because it seems like mm-hmm. there is a close bond between Sally and Max, but also between Max and the doctor. So I'd like to see which side is stronger. Well, hopefully we will get that answer in a couple yes. episodes from now. But I guess that wraps it up for this episode. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, Mina, where can they find you on social media? Hey guys, you can find me on Mina Makes Magic on Instagram and Twitter. And guys, you can find me on Twitter at Allie Nastin, on Instagram at Allie Girl. And if you're interested in any other after shows, um, I also do New Girl on Thursdays at 9 o'clock. And the arrangement starts next Monday at, um, I think we're doing that at 8 o'clock. So make sure you tune in and we will see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 